Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome to Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Thank you. I have finally got some stuff working, so I'm thrilled. thought we would talk about who says we can't change the past. If we're the author of our story, why can't we change our perception of the past, right? I'm going to tell you a true story. And first off, I'm Wendy B. I am a transformational solution coach. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have successfully started and sold six businesses and I'm starting a seventh business. I have written a best-selling book called Getting Unstuck, 30 Ways to Turn Your Limiting Barriers into Clarity, Freedom and Power, and you can get that on digital, on Amazon, or in paperback. All right, so let's just jump in. It's an awesome day. I'm really, really excited. My daughter and I have been looking to rent a home together and we have found one and have been accepted. So I'm supercharged because a week ago we were told that that house thought they had chosen us. They had done an interview with people that we knew and and then at the last minute, they accepted somebody else. So we were like, mm -hmm. and then they called us today and said, no, we've decided on you. So it's like, yes. So we'll get everything settled and we're pretty excited. One of the things in my book, this is a chapter in my book that I wrote about recognizing you're the author of, the sto of your story. Because I don't know about you, but I don't always recognize that I'm the author of my story. Do you? I don't. I, I'm just going to read this and generate this as like, are you stuck in a story that leaves you disempowered? Picture this, I was 46. I'm not 46 anymore. <laughs> and I get a phone call at 3 a.m. from my half-sister, Deborah. Our mother has just died unexpectedly. <clears throat> and she was only in her 60s. And my sister informs me, that mom's burial be in three days. I'm a single mom with three, with two children. I had a three-year-old and a 10-year-old, and it just didn't work for me to close my store. I didn't even have the money to pay for a flight. I didn't realize that I could probably get a, a deal because of a death in the family. I didn't know any of that stuff. I was just like, and I was in shock, right? And then I found out from my twin brother that my half-siblings didn't even share the reading of the will. And I know legally now that they, that we could have requested that or demanded that because that actually is our right as, as biological children. 
And so the three half-siblings took everything, right? And we didn't receive anything. And all those memories of being abandoned, you know, even as I speak it, there's emotion behind my eyes, were right there for me. And they seemed real in that moment. My internal voice is ranting. One more time, I don't count. You know, do you have those disempowering conversations that you know I do anyways and I looked at like who made that story up and it was me and then I gathered all the evidence that I to support that story you know I was in and out of foster care so I didn't count oh uh, we moved a lot and my dad when eventually we went to live with my dad and my Dad wouldn't let us move certain things, so again, more evidence. I didn't count. You know, um, my dad favored my older sister. There, more evidence. I don't count. He favored my twin brother. He, he wanted his son. I was a twin, and he treated us differently. He, you know, on our birthdays, he would give my brother a present, and I never got one. So I, I had lots of evidence <laughs> in my story that I did not count, and I can laugh today. I, and I'm not la trying to laugh about it. I mean, it was a challenging childhood, okay? And then this distinction from Landmark Worldwide that I did years ago, and I still continue doing their courses because I find their courses really empowering. Life is all made up. It's all made up. It's made up from our interpretations. It's made up from what we say. And, and then we can have some evidence and agreement around us, right? So I decided then and there that if I made up, I don't count. I can change the story to one that would free me up and empower me. So I did, and some of the creation of my new story is from the truth. And some is made up. So... Imagine my new empowering story, because the whole goal about our stories is to empower us, right? It goes like this. So my mother insured her common-law husband, and I know she did. That's a true. And when he died, the insurance paid her out, I think it was about $10,000. And at that time, that was the cost of the house. So, and, and so she was able to pay off the cost of the house, the mortgage. I made up that because she paid off the house with the insurance money, my mother felt it was their dad's legacy to give to them, to the children, right? Inside of this new empowering story, I wasn't being abandoned anymore because I felt totally abandoned. Like one more time being taken away, one more time being put in, in and out of foster care. Like I just felt totally abandoned that we didn't even get a teacup, right? So I was, I was just like, I just was feeling really disempowered. But when I made up this empowering story about that the house was their dad's legacy because the insurance paid out, paid for it, I didn't feel abandoned anymore. Inside of this new story, I wasn't abandoned. My half-siblings were being acknowledged from their mom and dad. It had nothing to do with me. And that was, I was just so empowered by that story. And I'm sticking to it. 
That new statement empowered me and I no longer felt abandoned. Wow, I had changed the past, the abandonment story, all within minutes. How powerful is that? You too can rewrite your story and you can rewrite your past or at least the meaning you put on the past. We have patterns everywhere and they evoke emotions and memories. But it's interesting, they're not happening now, and I'll share a little about that in a moment. I was so excited to discover this access, because it really is an access to freedom, when you can distinguish story from what happened, right? When I started to distinguish what was really going on versus my stories that I made up, it allowed me to take ownership and to realize that I can alter my perception. That might sound crazy, but I viewed certain experiences and still do a particular way from the past. And when I start being responsible and recognizing that what happened was my perception, my internalized conversation about what happened, I realized that my creation of I don't count and why bother, another one is like, why bother? I don't count, so why bother continuing, right? It's all made up. And I discovered they were getting in the way and keeping me stuck. Those limiting statements and beliefs became a barrier by which I viewed life through a limiting lens and I gathered the evidence to confirm my limiting belief. I don't count. What's the use? So it's very powerful for you to see this. Now you can go to Lamhart Worldwide and it's a course where you get to distinguish this very powerfully. And if you can practice this distinction, you can have freedom, clarity, and power. So I'm inviting you to look at where in your life have you got a disempowering conversation or story about what's going on in your life or what happened? You could take like, okay, someone who's been married three or four times, you could, you could take it like, oh my, I'm such a failure. Or like, wow, I get to practice so often that it's like from my failure, I could have caused an amazing relationship because you could shift your perception. Or it was funny that I was driving into work today and I needed to cash a check. And every time I go by this particular bank, I go, well, how do you get into it by this way? Like there's only one way from King George Highway. And I, so I, you know, since last July, I've been either walking to the bank or parking my car in a particular spot and then walking. And what I discovered today is that when I looked newly, I discovered a way that I could actually get into the bank that would be way easier than I realized. Now, I've been driving there for how many months? Six, eight months? But because I was only focused on a certain, how it had to look, I never saw that there was another way in. I saw different ways, but not this particular way that I saw today that would make it so much easier. 
So it's all perception. What are we focusing on? So I'm going to leave you with some questions here. Is what you're saying even the truth? Are you willing to see it another way? Could there be another interpretation that would empower you? Brainstorm with a few people. Don't let them make you wrong, but just brainstorm. Who could you talk to who won't buy your story? Like they know your story, but they're not gonna buy your victim of your story, but would instead be able to give you another view or insight to the situation. Who can you trust? A coach, a mentor, a good friend. Where could you give up that limiting story? You know, it's funny, My one of the kids here uh, at the group home, he was um, really upset with his sister. And then he, him and I had a talk. And I invited him, and fortunately he trusted me, and I invited him to look at another way, to get into her world. And up until then, they were clashing. And when he got into her world, he was able to be generous and gave her a beautiful, generous gift. He didn't have to, but he did for her birthday. And it altered their relationship. And I said to him, what did you have to give up? What conversations and thoughts did you have to give up so that you could be generous with your sister? And you know what he said? What a wise young 15-year-old. He said, I had to get into her world. And she was accusing me of something I didn't do. But when I got into her world, I saw why she would think that. And then he was able to let that go and create something new. Powerful, powerful. So what do you have to give up? What thoughts, what conversations do you have to give up so that you could create an awesome, empowering story? What would be available to you if you gave something up? Stop making people wrong. Stop being so righteous. <laughs> Is the story you're telling a habitual pattern? Mm -hmm. How old is the story? How often do you say that story? How many times do you speak it daily, weekly, monthly, yearly? You know, I've been sharing that abandonment story forever. <laughs> so, that's the opportunity if you want you can actually alter your past if you alter your perception so thank you for joining me on getting unstuck with wendy b you can go to my webpage wendybergen.com and get a complimentary session with me and maybe we can move you forward and alter something from your past that could free you up and you can go uh, to Amazon and get Getting Unstuck with Wendy Bergen, 30 Ways to Turn Your Limiting Barriers into Clarity, Freedom, and Power. I promise you, if you buy the book and you do the lessons at the back of each chapter and you're authentic and straight and real, you will move forward no matter what. That's my promise to you. So thank you for being here. I will see you next Sunday at 12 noon. And thank you. Thank you for getting on, getting unstuck with Wendy B. And my job is to have you thriving no matter what your circumstances are. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. Bye now. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. 
What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. Yeah.